and glorify his name. We are reading it two more times. Okay, next time now. Go. Through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. One more time. Through him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of lips that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify his name. And that will be our portion. I said that would be my portion. That would be my portion. And so shall it be in Jesus' name. If you look at some adjectives that were used to qualify in the verse, the Bible is talking about constantly. It says what? Constantly. Constantly. Who can tell us what is a constant? Let's go to physics. What is a constant? Somebody help us. It doesn't change. It doesn't change. That's a constant. When you have those formula, they say this is what? The constant. And the constant is a constant K. Praise the Lord. It doesn't change. And it says at all. Are we in church? At all what? At all times. At all times. At all times. And that shall be our portion in Jesus' name. Meaning that it is not optional. A sacrifice of praise is not optional. It is something that has to be constant. It is something that has to be at all times. But this morning, our sub-theme or our subtitle this morning is the dangers of depression. I want you to say it, the dangers of depression. Tell yourself, beware. Somebody say it louder. Beware of the dangers of depression. And that shall not be your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say it shall not be your portion. In the name of Jesus. First Thessalonians 5.18. First Thessalonians 5.18. I want the technical to be on top of it this morning. Because we are going fast and we have a few scriptures to consider. First Thessalonians 5.18. We can read that together as, as well. He said, thank God what? I want your voice to be loud. Thank God in no matter what the for this is the will of God for you. The revealer. He said this is the will of God for you. Tell yourself thanksgiving is the will of God for me. Say louder. Thanksgiving is the will of God for me. And you will fulfill that will. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said you will fulfill that will. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says something in Isaiah 29 11 that I want us to. Isaiah 29 11. I want that in King James. Because there's a word King James uses in that verse. Let's look at, at King James. Or we can. Okay, let's let's. We can read it together. He says, and the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book. Can we read it together? And the vision of all 
is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed. We just stop at 29.11 because it says what we want to say. It said the vision of all. The vision of all. And if you look in some other translations, he said the vision of a man's life is like a book. It's like a book that is sealed, that is closed. Let me put it this way. The life of every man and every woman that comes into this world is like a book. I know we all have a book. How many of us have our Bibles in church? Or you have a book. Let me see you wave your book. You have a book. You know what a book is? Oh, let me see your book. Whatever book you have, let me see you wave it to Jesus. Wave your book to Jesus. Your hands can move. There are nerves in that hand. And it can move. Let me see you lift up your book. Wave it, wave it, wave it to Jesus. Hallelujah. What are the characteristics of a book? Who can tell me? There are pages. Good. What else? Let me see who will collect my present. Yes. It has a title. It has chapters. True or false? And what is in chapter one may not be in what is in what? In fact, what is in chapter one is not what is in chapter two. True or false? What is in chapter two is not what is in chapter three. True or false? The Bible says the vision of every man's life is like a book. And that book is what? It's sealed. It means that what is going to happen in 2021, how many of us know it? That on November 10, 2021, you'll be wearing a yellow dress with a red bag. You know it. Praise the Lord. You might even assume you'll be in Atlanta and you may not be in Atlanta. True or false? True. Praise God. So the Bible said the vision of every man's life is like a book with different kinds of chapters. And you know what? Sometimes you come to a chapter that is seemingly impossible. And it looks like you look at your life and say, Lord, I never knew you had this kind of difficult experience waiting for me. I never knew I would still come to this kind of junction in my, in my life. How many of us have had that kind of experience? How many of us? Big, 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 you're in the house of God. How many of us have had that kind of experience? They are saying, Lord, I never even knew that this kind of thing is still going to be in my, in my future. Praise the Lord. But the Bible says the vision of all is like a book. So the fact that chapter 5 of your 500-page book is seemingly impossible, is difficult, is, 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 is horrible, does that mean that that's the way chapter 6 is going to be? Praise the Lord. Does that mean that that is the contents of chapter 6? No. No. The contents of chapter 6 is in the hand of your maker. Because that book is what? is sealed. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. But the enemy of your soul will tell you that, look, this chapter 5 is where you are going to end it. That it will never change. Therefore, why would you give the sacrifice of praise? All your mates uh, are done this. All your mates have a mansion. All your mates have done that. They have a PhD. All your mates, blah, blah, blah. What of all your mates that are six feet below? It doesn't ever remind you of those ones. Praise the Lord. So the vision of every man's life is the book. 
So if you get fixated on this difficult chapter and do not offer the sacrifice of praise, let me tell you, without fear of contradiction, you will not move into the next chapter. And if you are looking at other people that are in a different chapter of their own book, you know some people, maybe your own chapter. I'm not even sure this is helping. Praise the Lord. I said praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Maybe your own chapter is 50 chapters. Some people, all the book of their life is only 10. They are just in chapter 9. So they are in the best life they will ever live. That season they are in, they will tell you, oh, they have done this, they have done that, they have, they have a million dollars in the bank, blah, blah, he, he, ha, ha. But they are in chapter 9. They will soon be in chapter 10 and finish. But you are just on chapter 15 of a 50-chapter book. And you get caught up. Praise God. And refuse and deny yourself. Because you see, God does, whether you praise God, does he make God's head to swell? Please answer me. If you praise God, does that make God to, you know, will he, will he get fatter? Praise the Lord. If you praise him, who did you praise him for? Yourself. Yourself. If you don't praise him, does that diminish him? If you, are, if you don't praise him, who is losing? May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I said, may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I said, may the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Let me let you know that if you have not chosen to offer the sacrifice of praise, you can never proceed to the next chapter of your destiny. It's not possible. That is the enemy's trick to stop you. And you will be unstoppable in Jesus' name. I said, you will be unstoppable in Jesus' name. Before I move on to the things, some of the key things I want us to discuss this morning, let me let you know that whatever chapter you are in, you have enough grace. You have what? Enough grace to overcome that chapter. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. I want us to read it together. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 10. Can we read it together? He said, there hath no... I want to read it with a loud voice, please. Your loudest voice. He said, there hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that ye... I want us to read it one more time. Just use your loudest voice now. There had no temptation taken me, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful. Who will not suffer me to be tempted above that I am able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape that I may be able to be? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. No. I want you to listen carefully. When you were in, I know there's none of us that did not go to elementary school. Praise God. When you were in uh, first grade, did they give you the exam of fourth grade? Listen carefully. When you were in first grade or third grade, did they give you the sixth grade exam? Amen. So it means that the examination you are writing the examination of life that you are writing 
has been matched to you. Are you listening to me? That examination of life that you are writing has been matched to you. It's not beyond you. It's not beyond you. And the grace to overcome gloriously, receive now in Jesus' name. As I receive now in Jesus' name. So you see, the, the choice is yours to either choose to give a sacrifice of praise or let the devil suck you down with thoughts. You have an option now. Option A or what? Option B. Option A is what? A sacrifice of praise. Option B is to go down with the spirit of heaviness. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Can we have it on the screen? Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. Let's read it together. He says, To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise. So you see, you either choose the garment of praise or what? The spirit of heaviness. You either choose the garment of praise or what? The spirit of heaviness. You either choose the garment of praise or what? The spirit of heaviness. You know, some people think when we are talking about depression, is until you are on medication. No. It's not until you are on medication. It is when you have mood swings. Sometimes you are up, sometimes you are, and sometimes you are in between. You are neither up nor... No, it's not until you're on medication. It is feelings of hopelessness. Feelings of despondency. Loss of perspective. Mood swings. Once you are not joyful, you are operating under the spirit of heaviness. And we curse that spirit out of your life this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus. That's what that makes you gloomy. Weary. Sad. We command you to leave you now in the name of Jesus. And not return. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know it's not about circumstances. Forget it. Because there is no temptation that is on you that is not common to man. It's not about what you are going through. Tell your neighbor, it's not about what you are going through. Tell your other neighbor, it's not about what you are going through. Tell yourself, it's not about what I'm going through. Because others have gone through the same thing and they have come out victorious. It's about the attitude you bring to it. It's about the sacrifice of praise you use to attack it. It's not about what you are going through. Two people go through the same thing and the outcomes are completely different. Your own outcome will be victory. I said, your outcome will be victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, many people do not know the danger of sadness, of permitting it in their lives. Because it is what you permit that comes upon you. Praise God. Of beginning to think thoughts that are not joyful. You see, anytime I notice in myself that, look, my joy seems to be going down. I have a very simple remedy. I go to YouTube. I go to praise and worship Holy Ghost service. You know, they have the, they have a, if you look, go on YouTube, it, they have the clips of just the praise and worship. 
You cannot listen to one or two of those things and your mood will not change. And you will not be lifted. You know, anytime the enemy comes and says, blah, 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 I have the answer. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. I said, praise the Lord. What are the dangers of the spirit of heaviness? What are the, what are the, the pitfalls? Because you either choose to sacrifice praise, because the Bible says, at all times, constantly, in all things. But when your head is bowed, when you are heavy, when you are down, when your mood has gone down, you can't praise God. You'll be sad, you'll be weary, sometimes you'll be weeping. Then you're under the spell of the spirit of heaviness. But what are the problems? Maybe you don't know. That's what we want to quickly share this morning. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. Luke chapter 8 verse 14. I want us to see what it does to a man. We can read together too. Let's go. And that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked what? with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to can we say it one more time and that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked You know, for a long time, when I read that verse, I thought, well, when the, um, Jesus was giving the parable of the sower, that look, it's those kind of hearts that look, they are so occupied, you know, they are so bogged down, that look, they, they, they are just, uh, the, the word of God that comes to them, it does not uh, I mean, do them any good. I never ever have related that verse to the spirit of heaviness. I never ever have related that verse to depression. But I want us to look again at that verse. He said, and that which fell among thorns are they which when they have heard go forth and are choked what, what? with cares. Let's stop right there. And we can read it in some modern, some more modern versions. With cares. Let me ask you, when you are getting depressed, when you are getting dejected, when you are getting, when your mood is getting low, is it because you are worried about how big your mansion in heaven is? No, somebody be real with me. Is it because at that time is, you are dis, we are being disturbed that, oh, oh, my mansion in heaven, does he have plumbing? Oh, does he have heating? Oh, my heavenly home. And will I be near Apostle Paul? Will they put me very close to Peter? Is that the reason? Are we still in church? Please, I want you all to be very active now. When you are getting upset, discouraged, despondent, is it heavenly issues that are the problem? What is the problem? Earthly issues. I have no money. I have no husband. I have no wife. I have no child. My mortgage is due. Ah, no. I have headache. Praise the Lord. The Bible says the, what happens when you become despondent, discouraged, is that the cares of this life, that even the little word in you, it chokes it out. You know, the cares of this life. Oh, I'm, my, my rent is due. Oh, my car is acting up. Oh, my husband is acting up. Oh, blah, blah, blah. The Bible says even the little word in you, it, start, it, it acts as a son to choke it out. Praise the Lord. So the spirit of heaviness is a choking spirit. Whatever is good in you, it chokes it. When somebody is choked, they die. 
It means that that little word in you will even die. May the word of God not die in you. I said, may the word of God not die in you. He said, they, when they have had, go forth and I choke you out with cares and riches and pleasures of this life. Oh, I don't have as much money. Oh, my business is not in the millions. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and so on and so forth. And pleasures of this life. Oh, I've not even had a chance to take a vacation this year. Oh, people have gone to Hawaii. Oh, they have gone there. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says they bring no fruit to... It means that miracle you would have received, you will not receive it. Because the Bible says you bring no fruit to perfection. May that not describe you. I said may that not describe you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let me tell you this morning. The spirit of heaviness must be fought. You fight it, you don't tolerate it. Because it makes you a victim. It makes you feel that, look, you're a victim. That things have no doubt. You have had a very, very bad experience in life. That is, the, that is the mindset from the pit of hell. And from this morning, we reject it in your life in Jesus' name. He will remind you what happened since you were born. How you were the only one that they took to live in the village. How you failed Waek. You know, how you came to the U.S. and everything has been wrong. That wicked spirit of being a victim, we cast it out in Jesus' name. From today, you begin to see yourself as a victor. In the mighty name of Jesus, we come against every spirit of heaviness. Every hold of that spirit in the life of anyone here, we cast it out in Jesus' name. I know a person that used to worship here. When she came to this country, they came to this church. And I knew what she looked like when they first came. She was normal. She was healthy. She was, the Bible says God saw that Everything he had made was what? Was very good. But because of the cares of this life, I think the cares started because on one of my rotations in those days when I was taking a course, I used that as a case study. I just said, look, I, can I use your, your, your medication case file as a case study? I used it as a case study. It started from, oh, I lost a pregnancy. She spiraled into depression. From depression, she began to hear voices. She began to hear voices. She began to hear voices. Depression moved to schizophrenia. You see, you don't even know that when you are depressed, you are a, you are a sitting duck for the devil. So as soon as you realize that 15 seconds, look, I'm not, my joy is not at the level where it should be. You have to rise up and fight it. You rise, you don't... If you, I mean, if, for instance now, if, uh, if they say that ISIS is coming here with guns, would we not look for, do we not, would we not look for the exit? True or false? Yeah, no, they told you that, okay, ISIS is on its way, they are here, they are right at the junction, they have guns and everything. Preaching or no preaching, are you going to keep sitting? Are you going to keep sitting? Will you say the Lord is my shepherd? Praise the Lord. I want to tell you that depression is more dangerous than that. It's the reason many people don't receive their miracle. Because the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything. Even that little faith you have, it will destroy it. You will no longer be depressed. You will no longer have mood swings. You will no longer be dejected. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Because the joy of the Lord is what? That strength is your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. So the first thing we want to see about the danger of depression is that it chokes the word of God out of you. It is a choker. It is a destroyer. Number two, it blocks your access to God. Depression, heaviness blocks your access to God. Psalm 100. Psalm 100 verses 1 to 5. Can we read it together? Psalm 100 verses 1 to 5. Let's read it. It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands. Verse 2. Serve the Lord with what? I want us to repeat that verse too. Serve the Lord with what? Serve the Lord with what? Did he say serve the Lord with uh, some little moodiness? Serve the Lord with? Uh, verse 3. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that had made us. And not we... We, verse 4, enter into his gates and be, th verse 5, for the law, his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth. So what does the spirit of depression do? It blocks your access to God. Bible says when you are serving the Lord, the only time it's acceptable is when you are serving him with gladness. So once you are in the, that depressed mood, you have disconnected from God. May you no longer be disconnected from God. I said, may you no longer be disconnected from God. In the mighty name of Jesus. So number one, the spirit of depression chokes the word of God from you. Number two, it blocks your access to God. Number three, Habakkuk chapter three, verses 17 to 19. Habakkuk three, 17 to 19. We're going to read it together. Habakkuk three, 17 to 19. Let's read it together. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall the fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Verse 18. Yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Verse 19. The Lord God is my strength. And he will make my feet like hen's feet. And he will make me to walk upon my high places. So the chief singer on my stringed instruments. If you have it in your own Bible, I want you to just, if you have your Bible, even on your phone, I want you to look at that passage. Habakkuk 3, 17 to 19. I want you to look at it, you know, the way, you know, you know the, the screen is giving us verse by verse. But if you see the way it appears, when we were learning English grammar in those days, there is a part of grammar that they call conjunction. How many people remember conjunction? What is a conjunction? A connecting word. Thank you. That's a conjunction, a connecting word. You have not forgotten your grammar. You need to clap for yourself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But the Bible says in verse 17, though everything is going haywire, the fig tree say no way. The vines, mm-mm. Olive, nothing. Fields, no meat. Flock, 
Nothing. In the stores, nothing. It means you look right, you can't see anything. You look left, problem. You look front, trouble. You look back, uh -uh, it looks like wahala. Verse 18 is the conjunction. Verse 18 is the conjunction. He said, yet, I will do what? I will do what? I will do what? I will joy in the God. So where we're going is actually verse 19. He said, the Lord God is what? Is my strength. And he will make my feet like what? Hint sweet like the deer. And he will make me to walk upon mine. See, you will never walk upon your high places until you do that conjunction in verse 18. The reason many of us have never moved to our high places is that when you were in verse 18, you stayed there. You never moved to verse 19. I mean, verse 17. You stayed in verse 17. You did not move to verse 18. Therefore, you have not been able to experience verse 19. Verse 19 will never happen until verse 18 happens. And I'm telling you from experience. I'm not telling you theory. I'm not preaching Bible. I'm telling you what I know. What has happened to me. There are things, there are circumstances, there are stations, there are places you get in life. If you are not careful, you will lose your mind. You will lose your sanity. Are you listening to me? If you don't stop the devil, the devil will stop you. The only way you can stop him, have you been crying and you are shedding tears? I mean, you are praising God and you are shedding tears. Are you listening to me? You are praising God and you are shedding hot tears. And you are praising him with a loud voice, with hot tears. No, when you are, you see, when the devil pushes you against the wall, you, you strike back with worship and praise. That makes no sense. You see, there are sometimes you will praise God you will, see, you will feel the forces of darkness running away from you. You can sense it, you know. I'm not, talk, I'm not telling you theory. No, please, I'm not telling you theoretical things. Please, don't forget it. And that's why you make a mistake by judging people by their appearance. Oh, don't say, oh, Pastor Mrs. Oh, blah, blah. I wish I was Pastor Mrs. Thank God you are you. Because you, don't, you cannot wear, my shoes can never fit you. It can't fit you. Praise God. And your shoes will not fit another person. Let me tell you, you can never go to verse 19 till Jesus will return. Until you are in verse 18. Verse 17 may not become your reality. Because some people have dwelt in verse 17 too long. No heart in the store. No testimony. No progress. No help. No strength. Nothing. Because of verse 18, they are faster, they are prayed. There are some things your prayer and fasting will never do. Fast for 100 days with no food. It is only the sacrifice of praise that we do it. When you are praising God, and it seems as if you are crazy. May the Lord give us the grace to do it. And go and try it and come back with the testimony. Finally, what is the other danger of depression? The spirit of heaviness. Proverbs 17 verse 22. Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22. Proverbs 17, 22. Proverbs 17, 22. I want you to look at it. I want us to read it. It says, a merry heart does what? Are you in church? Let's read it with a loud voice. A merry heart doeth good, but a broken spirit. Some people, their entire sickness is because of their broken spirit. Because your mind affects your body. 
Have you not noticed that people who are sad, they will even lose their appetite? They will have ulcers. Their blood pressure will start trending up. That will not be your portion. I said that will not be your portion. The easiest way to destroy your own health is by the spirit of heaviness. And we already cast it out in Jesus' name. But Daddy Fatade said something that was interesting to me during the Sunday school. So, and if you are missing Sunday school, you are missing a lot. I'm just telling you the truth. When he was asking us the question about increasing our faith, he said there's something we all have not mentioned. How many of us were in Sunday school? How many of us remember him asking us that question? He said, there's, there's, how do we increase our faith? He said, and we all gave different answers, but he said there is something we all have not mentioned. He said, when you, you increase your faith by working with people of what? People of faith. Let me tell you, if you see a depressed man, run away from him. Don't work with people that complain, that murmur, that are depressed, that are murmurous. Don't do it. Because the company you keep determines what accompanies you. The company you keep determines what? What accompanies you. When Lot kept the company of Abraham, what accompanied him? Please, what accompanied him? They said the flocks were too much. They could not even, could not, the land could not handle them. But when he went and joined himself to the people on Sodom, what accompanied him? Praise the Lord. When you see somebody that has a tendency to moodiness, to depression, to negativity, they must not be your friend. You better distance yourself from them very, very, very... You know, I don't even move with people who complain about anything. I had a colleague come to my business the other day. He said, oh, this, uh, they say Medicare for all. Oh, they are not paying. I, I, you know, they are not doing this. I, I, I was, and you know what? I wanted to say something. The Holy Ghost said, shut your mouth. No. They are not doing this. They are not doing that. Oh, uh, they are, the Medicare... Uh, you know, the reimbursement, blah, 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 blah. What has that got to do with me? The Bible says I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of, that brings forth my fruit, what? In my season. My leaves also shall not wither. Whatsoever I doeth, even if I'm selling leaves, even if I'm selling, uh, even if I'm selling leaves, what could be, I mean, something that is, uh, even if I'm selling used clothing. Please, even if there's no reimbursement of any kind. So it doesn't matter if I look on my, on my, on my results and he's saying that, oh, the figures look like he has got nothing to do with nothing. I said, God, you just want me to take it easy today. You know how you, are, how you pay the bills. How is that my business? I'm your responsibility. And that's all. And it's working for me. It will be working for you too. I said, it will be working for you too. In the mighty name of Jesus, the only way you overcome the spirit of heaviness is by a sacrifice of praise. Distance yourself from murmurers, from complainers. And may the Lord help you in Jesus' name. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Settle it now. Tell your neighbor, settle it now. Tell your other neighbor, settle it now. So praise God no matter what. And then your upward movement does what? It begins. I want us to rise up on our feet. Because your upward movement has begun. 
I said, your upward movement has begun. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You don't complain, you don't murmur, you don't force, you don't stress. You are a praiser. Why don't you just begin to praise him? Just appreciate him.